With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wika, Kavehi, Rocker, Eric Zane, and the future of the music industry. Boy, do we have a show today. It's Music Friday Live. Don't go away. Catch them in this linen net. Keep on so I don't forget. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and... Um, Want you all remember that we are brought to you by Solar City, and this is your show. Our guests are here to talk with you, so you can call in at 347-215-7511, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And uh, we have two guests here at the top of the hour, and one of them is with us right now. So we are going to talk with her immediately. This is uh, Buika. Buika. Concha Buica, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Thank you to have me here. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, just a, a couple minutes before you thought so, but uh, that's the way live radio is. Well, Buica, you are, un, you are un, on stage this weekend. You're at the, uh, the Disney Hall, and congratulations. Uh, the show is sold out, isn't it? Yeah. Thanks, God. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's going to be amazing, I know. And you're going to be joined by one of my favorite bands, uh, La Santa Cecilia. Do you know them? No. No, actually, no, I don't know them. I'm very curious, actually. I'm going to see the show. Well, if you have time between you know, rehearsal and mic check, uh, say hello to them uh, and give them a hug. Their mu- message is very much like yours. They are a huge inspiration to the immigrant community here in Los Angeles and nationally. Okay. And um, I think uh, they'll, you'll find them as inspiring as they'll find you. And, and, and give La, La Marisol a hello for me. Now, okay. we only have a few. Okay. We, uh, and you're going to enjoy it. Uh, now, we only have a few minutes, so I want to tell our audience about your album, Vivir Sin Miedo, and your upcoming mm-hmm. shows. And then I have a question for you. Now, the album is out now, and it's got 10 songs in it. Did you write all of those songs? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 read, I read some of them, and I participate in a couple of them. Yeah, but all of them are my, my melodies and my lyrics. Well, you sing in both English and Spanish, but this album is mostly in English. Are you kind of delivering a little bit of a message to the English-speaking world? No, I've been, I've been singing in many languages. I think that is my mission. It's my job as a singer. I mean, <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, and there's sometimes the, the songs, it's the song and it's the melody, the one that chooses the language. And I have songs in Portuguese, I have songs in French, I have songs in Italian, I have songs in many languages. But this album decided to be that way. It wasn't my decision. It's like something that guides you to do the things the way you do it. And I don't know, I just do what I have to do. I'd never question myself why. Well, uh, what you do is is wonderful. I love to listen to it, and I had an opportunity to listen to your your music um, about half of yesterday in preparation for the show today. So uh, I very much appreciate it. Uh, Let me remind our audience that uh, they should go to your website for tickets to the upcoming concerts. Now, um, after uh, Disney Hall, you're going to Mexico City and... uh, And Guadalajara, and then you come back to the U.S., you go to Miami, New York, Washington, yeah. Chicago. Uh, this is a tough mm-hmm. schedule. Do, do, you, do you enjoy this, or does it wear you out? I love it. I'm a soldier, <laughs> man, and I'm very proud to be a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why thousands <laughs> of people come to your concerts. <laughs> yeah, um, you know that a soldier never chose the front line. You know, you know that you go where you have to go. 
and um, our music is in the world, and that's a that's a gift. Well, I wanted to ask you yeah. a question, and I wish we had more time, but um, "Live Without Fear," the English uh, for the the album, um, that is something that is so hard for so many people around the world to do today. Does your music help take away the fear? Is that why you sing? Yes, sir. I do think so. Because the the thing is not to take away the fear because fear is always going to be there. You know, always going to be there. It's part of our life. But the thing is that fear don't have to guide you, don't have to reach your life, don't have to, you know. It's just it's just a noise in your head and it's an advice, but it's nothing that has to guide you. That is my mission. I think that is just to to feel and to live thinking that fear is just one thing, not the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Well, I do know what you're saying, and I'm really glad that you're out there doing it because the world needs music like yours right now. It needs a lot of it. And uh, I'm Thank going you, to... Sir. Thank you. Well, I'm going to be there at Disney Hall. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I want to tell all of our audience that... Um, the Disney Hall is sold out, but there are tickets left for the other American and Mexican concerts also. So you should go to www.conchabuicamusic.com. That's, uh, that's com. And also, you know, while you're there, take a look at Buica's book, uh, Kitailo. Apparently, you're quite a photographer, aren't you, Buica? <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious. <laughs> I love okay. to look at the things and I love to take pictures. Yeah, yeah, because the world is amazing. There's a All lot right. of beautiful things out there, Bobby. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'll see you uh, Saturday night. Thank you. I'll see you there, my brother. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Go to Buica's uh, website again. That's www.conchabuicamusic.com. Gets tickets to her shows in the U.S. and Mexico. If you're listening to us on a podcast in Mexico, look at her powerful book of photographs uh, and add the album, the record album, to your collection. You can also buy her albums on iTunes, Amazon.com, Best Buy, and everywhere great music is sold. And you can stream her on Spotify. We're going to take a break right now, and when we come back, we have another wonderful musician who is on tour, uh, Kavehi. Don't go away. This is Music Friday Live. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Art, it's all about the music. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates in the East Coast. And if you have questions or comments for our guest, you can call us at 347-215-7511. That's 347-215-7511. Or you can email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, and I know about half of you do, you can still email your questions for our guests. We'll forward them to our guests, and they can answer you directly. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to take a, a real quick break, because uh, I, I want you to hear just a little bit of uh, Buika's music, and we'll be right back with our next guest. <laughs> Say I'm gonna burn on fire Yo quiero vivir sin miedo I'm trying to stay out of trouble Yo quiero vivir sin miedo Walk away from the madman Voy a vivir sin miedo From the madman that gave me candy Quiero vivir sin miedo 
That's uh, Viveros in uh, Biedo. That's uh, Buica. You will hear that and many more from the stage at Disney Hall. But right now, I want to uh, introduce our next guest, who you will be able to hear from the stage at uh, Hotel Cafe. Uh, Kavihi, hi. Welcome to uh, Music Friday Live. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I want to uh, remind everybody that you, uh, at least everybody in the Southland here in Los Angeles, that you're you're going to be on stage tonight at the uh, the legendary Hotel Cafe, and this is uh, this is part of your national tour for the interactive EP. How has the tour been so far? Oh my gosh, it's been so so fun. It's really been great. Um, I always have a really good time, you know, on the West Coast, and I was able to bring my dog with me this time too. So. <laughs> That's been really great, but yeah, everyone's always so amazing. So you brought Lulu with you? I did. She's. We have three dogs, and she, you know, she was the lucky one, so she was able to come with us. She's having, she's having the time of her life, really. Oh, that is wonderful. Um, next time, uh, uh, next time you you do that, if you get into LA a day early and you've got a dog, we'll have to get together with the two studio dogs here. Maybe they can. Uh, enjoy a little exercise together. Oh, yes, that would be so awesome. She would love that. Okay. Well, I've been listening to the album, to the new album, uh, Interactive, and it feels like you're even tighter and more precise. Um, have you added some new technology, or have you just been really, 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 really practicing? I think it's a combo of both, you know. I mean, that's the thing I love about just the way I, I create music. I mean, there's just, you know, endless possibilities new things to learn every time you know you you can never just plateau there's always something that you can get better at um so yeah i think just having more time learning the new you know new gear getting new stuff and just kind of figuring it out and you know i always hope that with every ep it gets it gets better and and more in tune so i'm glad it's going in the right direction (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we, are, are you going to be slipping any new songs into the repertoire tonight that aren't on the EP? Uh, that's not on the EP. I, I'm not sure. We'll see. Um, I I am doing a whole new. I do a new set every year, so this is going to be the first time that LA has ever heard any of these songs live. Um, so it's going to be really. It's it's challenging, but it's it's really. I like to keep it fresh and. It sounds like it's going to be fun. Now, I just want to remind everybody, if you're in the Southland, uh, she's on tonight at Hotel Cafe. There are a few tickets left. I checked this morning and you can you can still get a few tickets, but you better. But you must get them online. Don't do not count on standing at the door and getting tickets because they're going to be gone. So log on to the Hotel Cafe uh, website and get your tickets uh, as soon as the show's over, right? Okay, uh, because this is going to be a great show. And for those of you who may not have been to Hotel Cafe, it's on Coinga between Sunset and Hollywood, and you come in through the back of the building. So don't be confused when you walk past; you don't see a door. It's around the back, and get your tickets in advance. Well, we don't see you much in California since you moved to Kansas, and you know we miss you. Um, are you gonna, <laughs> any chance you'll be here more often or do we, are we just now one stop on a big, big tour? Yeah. I mean, hope I always try to come out as much as I can, but you know, more, the more, it just gets more dates every time I, I come out. <laughs> well, you got a lot of dates on, on, on this, on this tour. You're going to San Diego on the 28th and, and then you're, you're going all the way across the country, then you're going back to Hawaii, and then you're going back home. I mean, does this exhaust you at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's exhausting just, you know, being in one time zone to the next. But, I, you know, I really have a great time, and I, I just love being able to meet everybody in person. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for all those people showing up at the shows. I wouldn't have a career, so I really enjoy meeting everybody. <laughs> Well, I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there in the, in the front awesome. row. And, yeah, uh, of course, I'm, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to write a review of the show. And just so for all, everybody who's not in Southern California and they're going to miss this, uh, get tickets to her show 
in other cities. She's going to be in so many places that you're going to have an opportunity uh, to see her. So what, 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 where should they go to get tickets for your other shows? Uh, either my Facebook page or my website. Um, I really am the only Kavehi, so it's kind of easy to find me. <laughs> yeah, you you are pretty easy to find. Well, Kavehi, uh, <laughs> hey, I'll be there in the in the front row uh, tonight, and I thank you so much for dropping in, taking the time to do it. And next time, uh, let me know when you're coming to town, and we'll get our dogs together. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much. Looking forward to seeing you tonight. Okay, bye-bye now. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Eric Zane will be with us. This is going to be so much fun. Cameo Entertainment Group and CyberStation USA are now part of Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. With Stitcher, you can listen to live programming as well as archive radio programming right on your phone. To obtain Stitcher, just go to the App Store for your particular phone. Go to search, then type in Stitcher. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. Then download. It's that simple. Stitcher, a free radio app for your smartphone. Convenient access to live and archived CyberStation USA programming on your mobile phone. That's Stitcher, S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. CyberStation USA, always on the go. And we're back. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, host of Music Friday Live, and I want to welcome again all of our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and their radio affiliates. Well, before we meet our next guest, I wanted to remind everybody, all the musicians and the fans out there, that Music Friday Live is a partner with World Arts, the global music platform that connects artists and fans and brands and industry pros We're part of the World Arts family. It's free. You should be part of it, too, www.worldarts.com. And uh, like I say, we are there, and you should be, too. Well, I I, I can't keep up with our next guest, all right? He moves so fast. But I have to keep up with him because his adventures and his songs and his albums and his stories are just so darn good. I first met Eric Zane at a pre-Grammy concert in L.A. over a year ago, and I took to him immediately. He's open, he's honest, he's friendly, he's high energy, and he's an explosive talent for songwriting and for performance and also for concepts. I mean, his concepts are really unique, even in this town, which is full of highly talented people. Zane calls himself, or at least others call him, a soul-infused pop rock musician. I call him a musical genius. Originally from the Congo, he settled in Canada after fleeing violence in his home country, and then in 2013, he dived into the huge pop and rock scene here in L.A., and the next thing you know, out came hit singles, Spin the World and Man Eater, and a knockout video and an EP, performances both here and abroad. Well, now he's back, and I am not sure where he's back from, but he's going to tell us. Uh, and he's about ready to release a new album, and the first single of which, Neptune, is already out. We have songs from it, and it's dynamite. Eric, welcome back to Music Friday Live. Oh, Patrick, it's always a pleasure. <laughs> Your introductions are why I do this, because they're so <laughs> funny. I actually, take, I actually take what you say, and I write it down on my bio, because it's better than anyone could ever write. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I uh, I spend a lot of a, a lot of time researching everybody who's who's on the show. I listen to their music and I read all their stuff and I go to their Facebook page and Instagrams and it's just, you know, when I get somebody like you and you've got so much to talk about, I just have to write one of those introductions. So there it is. <laughs> right. well, I appreciate it, man. It's great to be on the show. Well, where have you been since we talked last? Oh my God, like. I can't even remember. I just know that I've been working really hard at um, the last time we spoke, uh, I had released um, Neptune, I believe, because Neptune is not yeah. from this EP. It's from, it's from an old EP. Uh, this new EP is a bunch of new songs. They're not, they're not released yet. You're, you are actually the first one to get to play them uh, yeah. for any public. No, no one's heard them yet. And uh, I'm actually shooting a video for it on the 29th for the first single, Emergency. And uh, it should be released, um, you know, sometimes in April. I just know that we um, basically, I just, I'm very, I've had a very blessed 2015. Um, I signed with a great, great manager uh, who is, you know, thank God, a person who knows a lot of the right people. And thank God to that and the music that I created, we just signed a um, a publishing deal with the president of Sony in New York. 
Um, and now we're basically uh, planning a big release for the single, so Emergency. So I'm very excited. And basically, I've just had my head, you know, in the sand, just basically away from the public, trying to write this EP uh, as best as I can. And what's what's really tricky for me is that I hear exactly how the music should be, but I don't necessarily want to do it all myself. And the problem is that when you have a vision, it's really difficult to f- to find people that care about it as much as you do. So I end up doing on this EP, I pretty much did the production, the songwriting. I played all the instruments. I, you know, I, I engineered it, and it, it was really exhausting because I was almost on my knees begging for people to come and just take some roles away from me. But, um, you know, people, um, you know, people are not invested as much as you are. There's just a few here and there. I can't say that I did it entirely on my own. There's definitely been some help. But the amount of work that it takes to reach a certain level of uh, in your head of what you see in your vision is very, very demanding. So I feel like just for the first time in six months, I'm coming up for air. I'm starting to do some shows. And now we're planning this new release, which I'm really, really excited about. Wow. I'm, I'm excited about it now, too, after, after hearing that. Well, without further ado... <laughs> Because, like you said, the one place I do know where you've been is in the studio putting this uh, this together. And from what I've heard, I think you've got a big hit on your hands here. So for <laughs> our audience who hasn't heard the song yet, and as you say, nobody has heard the song yet here, uh, we're going to play a little bit of it, just a little bit, just a little tease. This is uh, She's a Fire by you. I know she'll be my third degree. Lights a cigarette and says, do you want company? Oh, she loves to whisper in my ears. With a skin-tight dress, she's gonna make a mess of me. And it's more than desire, more than You know, just on the point of view of musical craftsmanship, that is brilliant. (laughs) Thank you. It's a combination of addictive, visceral arrangements that we all kind of respond to at the DNA level and and (laughs) unique. Unique lyrics and a unique concept. I mean, you pull this off very well. I mean, you you managed to put both the familiar and the unique together. Um, Who's the woman who's the fire? Uh, She was never to be spoken about. No, I don't know. It's just, (laughs) I don't know. You can only sing about her, huh? Yeah, you can only sing about her. It's the name (laughs) you don't speak. (laughs) Okay, all right. Well, you know, Um, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's it's we we as we as you know, uh, sexual beings, we always have this temptation, this lust for something that's just kind of a little bit on the edge, a little bit dangerous, and that's what the song's about. You know, she'll be my third degree. Lights a cigarette and says, "Do you want company?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that describes it pretty much." Okay. Well, I could hardly wait for the whole album to come out, and after hearing that, I'm sure our audience can too. Now. You write a, a, a lot of songs about women, and, and many have sort of kind of unique points of view, you know, like Maneater. Um, and you did a, um, a video remake in, in 2014 of My Girl that was both controversial and kind of inspiring. So how do women fit into your conceptual musical universe? I think they're the, you know, they're the, I would say women are the driving force of my um, of my one of the major driving force of my life. It's like, um, I don't know. It's like, I guess everyone's looking for 
that other half. Everyone's looking for something to complete you. And for me, I think that's, you know, that's where my interest goes. Like I'm always looking for, cause I'm out there doing this by myself. And often I feel like I'm on an Island by myself doing this. And, you know, I'm always looking for a home, I guess, in a spiritual, you know, concept. So that's, that's, I think what it points to. So I write about okay. it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to sh- shift things a little bit. Um, both conceptually and musically, then this is a another song from the the soon to be album. This is Emergency. You crashed on the sidewalk under the rain, wrecked and broken, and pretending that you don't love being at the end of the That that song is a, is is a real grabber. Um, I just wonder what 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 inspired that song. A uh, previous relationship of mine. It was it was the first time I've experienced that. But it was this. Um, it seems like all my stories about my relationships are messed up. Uh, but it's basically <laughs> the last, this last relationship I had was uh, it was this thing where we just couldn't we just couldn't have any peace. It was always war, but the passion was so strong. And uh, that we would basically find a way to be with each other, even though no one wanted to be with us because we were messed up together. And, you know, so that's what it was. It was like, I'm not what you want. You know, like, I'll be your emergency. So she creates the chaos and I come to her rescue. And that's the relationship that we have, you know, red light sirens for your rescue. I can can hardly wait for the TV series. Well, moving away from (laughs) um, (laughs) from from, um, relationships and passion in women. I, I noticed uh, there's a picture of you with the Warmkins. Uh, are you related to the Warmkins charity? I just did the, uh, I just opened the LA fashion week, which was a huge event. It was a, I was really, really blessed to have that. A friend of mine has become, uh, you know, he runs the LA fashion week and he asked me to open the show. And that's where yeah. I met, um, you, you know, that's where I met the organization. And they asked me to uh, take a picture with the monkey and be part of it. It's a very, very good organization. Wow. Okay. And, and you were, I saw the, uh, uh, some pictures of you at Fashion Week. And uh, was that a lot of fun? That was intense, man. Like, I felt like freaking Zoolander, you know, <laughs> like it was, there was thousands of people lining up, you know, they were just waiting around the catwalk for the show to start before any, you know, uh, fashion show or anything. It was me who came up and it was like light, lights, camera action. It was such a trip. It was incredible. Yeah. Okay. Well, another, let's play another little piece of, uh, in, incredible music that, uh, will be on the new album. This is uh, no church for me. There's a, a lyric in there. I mean, there's a lot of lyrics in there alike, but there's a lyric in there. Change in body, change your name, don't change your mind. Um, really, I, I like that very much. And I like the way that the, the deep drums come in there. But um, I kind of thought music was your church or possibly the recording studio is your church. You know, this is a song that's very important to me because I grew up, in the Congo to a, you know, multi, you know, cultural family. Um, and I got evacuated for more when I was a kid. And since I was about, you know, 11 years old, I've been moved around my whole life uh, to uh, different families and different kinds of people, different countries, different cultures. And I've, I've often watched people have a best friend or high school memories or a religion and, you know, they had a sort of center 
that was, you know, uh, you know, that was tied to them. And I never had that. So often I would feel alienated from that culture, from that world. Uh, and I, when I look at, for instance, like what's going on in Syria and a lot of places in the world, I just felt like I'm probably not the only one who feels this way. This is not necessarily, um, you know, pointing to any negative. It's just saying, it's just, you know, it's just talking about the people that don't know where they fit in. And it just means there's no church for me. And, um, and it also talks about how a lot of people, they, you know, they compromise their own truth for something that isn't necessarily what is theirs, you know? So it's, it's combining those two things. Okay. All right. That's interesting. Now, that's why I love to, to, to talk with musicians. You know, I often say that poetry is not dead. We just call it lyrics now. And, uh, mm-hmm. When you dig into people's lyrics, you get great stories like that. There's another song of yours, uh, and actually, it, it was a, it's a hit single, one of your hit singles. And I want I want to play that and talk a little bit about the, the lyrics in that. This is uh, "Spin the World." performances and I said that you were an unbridled, unleashed and uncontrolled enthusiastic talent and I think that song really demonstrates it. Do you still want to fly around the world in a private jet or do you have bigger dreams now? I'm gonna be somebody someday you just don't know it yet. Gonna soar throughout the whole world in my own private jet. Gonna have a household to the rest when I'm feeling Okay, that was uh, Spin the World, and uh, as I said when I reviewed it uh, earlier, um, I called it a uh, unbridled, unleashed, and uncontrolled uh, enthusiastic talent. And uh, real, uh, real quick, do you still want to fly around the world in a private jet? Oh, man, you know, I wrote that song when I was feeling like shit. Like, I was, <laughs> I was feeling so down. I'm like, I need something to lift me up, so I wrote this song just in – you know, um, are just like, well, what would it be like to feel great right now, to be on top of the world? And that's the funny thing about this song is that most people think that I wrote it when I'm looking in the mirror going, you're so great. But I'm like, no, I wrote it when I was at a very, very low point. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, probably just sound nice, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends on where it goes. Well, we are we are out of time, unfortunately. We must be having fun because time's going by so, so quickly. So, uh you think the album's going to be out? You're planning on uh, April? Yes, we're planning. We're planning sometime in April to have it out. I just want to get everything right, um, and we're almost done. So I think okay. once we shoot this video, we'll have a clearer date. Okay. And uh, in the meantime, where should people do- go to get your music? Uh, they can go to iTunes. Uh, they can go to um, iTunes. Just type in my name, Eric Zane, E-R-I-C-Z-A-Y-N-E. Uh, if they want to preview uh, music, they can go to Spotify, type in my name as well. Um, there's some really cool videos that I'm about to put up. I'm about to put a bunch of really cool videos on YouTube, so please go check that out and subscribe uh, okay. at youtube.com forward slash Eric Zane. And, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's how it goes. Okay. Well, Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to, to, to talk with us today. When the album's out, let us know. We'll have you back on the air. And in the meantime... Let me remind my audience uh, that they should get his singles, Man Eater, and Spin the World. They should uh, also check out his videos on YouTube, particularly the uh, the My Girl video. 
We have to take a break right now, and when we return, we ask the COO of World Arts, how can we fix the music industry? And we find out about World Arts, so don't go away. You're not going to want to miss this. Our troops aren't the only ones fighting right now. Thousands of military families are in crisis. They're fighting financial battles, how to pay the bills, even how to keep their homes and feed their children. You can help by supporting Operation Homefront, a national nonprofit that provides emergency assistance for military families and for wounded warriors when they come home. To learn more about how you can help, go to OperationHomefront.net. Thank you for calling World Arts. If you know your party's extension, you may dial it at any time. For the operator, And we're back. We're back here at uh, Music Friday Live, and uh, we are. We had a little bit of technical difficulty there, so hang on for just a second, and we are back. I'm not quite sure what AT&T is doing to us, but all of a sudden telephone lines are disappearing, but they're with us. Well, our next guest, Jason Wan, is a professional musician. He's a drummer. He's an insider in the music business and a visionary, and he set up his own record label and studio and a very successful creative agency. He helped launch the very first DVD releases for MGM and Disney and, and others. He helped Steve Jobs develop graphic design concepts, but most important... He is the executive creative director and the COO of World Arts, a new concept in, mu- in the music industry and one of our partners, too. Jason, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hey, Patrick. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Jason, I want uh, to talk about World Arts, but first, um, like we should let our audience see what's going on in the music industry. According to Nielsen, last year, or 2014, music fans bought a total of about 150, 140 million CDs. That's down 14% from the previous year, and it's down 50% from a decade ago. Digital downloads dropped 10%, and this year digital downloads actually exceeded the number of CD sales. Now, these numbers tell me that for the artist, the music industry is not working. Now, you've been in the business a a long time. What do you see as the problem? Well, I think uh, I think it's there's some challenges in the music business right now. I think one of the things that uh, we have to kind of accept, and this is just my opinion, is there is no longer a record business. I think there is a music business, but there's no longer a record business. I don't think that the numbers you just spoke about kind of uh, you know uh, kind of echo that that sentiment that you know music is now being uh, on demand and on a streaming streaming basis, not really ownership of, of the record or of the download. So I think we have to really kind of switch our mind a little bit, embrace technology, understand that Spotify is not going to go away. All of these streaming services aren't going to go away. It is really, you know, uh, bad for the artist until we figure out a better solution. And I think we the the first thing of uh, just like being an alcoholic is you have to admit that there's a problem and the problem is that there is no record business currently that's interesting I, i've heard other people say that the music business is now a service industry not a product industry and that that people use that stream music as kind of background rather than follow specific bands i'm not quite sure that's true but i the fact that you say there is no music industry any longer um 
how does no, I think, I think there's, there, there, is a, there, there is a music business. There's no longer the record business, the sale of physical record or physical products through, uh, you know, there used to be Tower Records, Music Plus, you know, all of these yeah. Virgin Mega Stores. You can go to all these places to purchase music. Um, with technology, I think that part of the business is, uh, if you look at throughout the years, it's just dying and it's, you know, it's just a matter of time till it goes away. So we have to kind of put our our, our different glasses on and, and look at it from a different perspective. There is still, there will always be a music business because since the beginning of time, there have been artists and people that create music. And since the beginning of time, there are people that have appreciated that, whether they went to go see it, buy a ticket, buy a record, buy a CD, whatever it was, there was always the audience and there was always the artists and the creators. The bridge between the artists and the creators, or the artists and the fans and the audience has always been the music business. That still exists. It's just taken on a different form. Now, the record business, I think, is just going through a tremendous you know, down, uh, down spiral. You know, um, I've, I've heard people in the music industry say that um, the Internet is kind of a two-edged sword, that it allows artists to bypass the gatekeepers, the A&Rs and the opaque contracts and sure. all that stuff. But it also sure. allows anybody with a guitar and a cell phone to compete in the crowded marketplace. So I sure. I did a little research, and I found that in 2008, 80% of all new albums sold fewer than 100 copies. Yeah. But those bands took up mind share from the bands with a chance of success. Um, I don't know. Do you think right. it's true that there's just too many people out there trying to sell music? Well, I think here's, here's the problem. Um, no matter how good you are or no matter how, how you know, uh, not so good you are as a musician or an artist, you have access to the same tools that everybody else does. So as to before in the music industry, you had to be at a certain level to get the attention of an A&R person or get the attention of a manager or a record label to now partner with you in helping you develop your craft to get create a product and bring it out to market. Well, now... That, that, that's obsolete. Everybody has a laptop. Everybody has the Internet. Everybody has access to YouTube and everything else. So it's an even playing field. No matter how good you are at your prospective field, whether you're a drummer, guitar player, singer, songwriter, whatever it is, the, peop- the person who's at the bottom of the totem pole has access to the same thing as the people that have, are on top. So I think uh, it creates an even playing field where there is a flood of content and a flood of material out there that just is creating a lot of noise. But I say this, and, and I've said this all along, even when I back in the day when I was uh, actively in a band and working, it all comes down to the song. If you have a great song, and, and these artists focus on really crafting a great song, not a good song, there are a lot of good songs out there, but there aren't a lot of great songs. If you can cultivate and craft a great song, it will rise above the noise. I can almost guarantee it. Well, I, I agree with you there. That, um, and I don't think there's too many bands because the level of talent is incredibly high as a result of that, especially here in L.A. Um, right. But like you say, the competition is stiff. And even if you have a great song, it's kind of hard to get it out there. There are new models for doing that. Um, uh, so far, Road Nation, TuneCore, sure, uh, sure, all sorts of stuff. Um, tell us about World Arts. Now that that to me that that that's kind of a new model, and um, and I've I've talked to artists who've been there. I've been there myself. So to to tell us how does this fit into what's going on in the music industry? Well, I think um, again, I think you hit, a, hit the nail on the head when you said there's so much noise out there. Um, World Arts, we're trying to create a platform, or we've created a platform that is to try to get artists um, that have the talent and uh, you know have 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 the have the work ethic and the songs. We we actually go out and meet with a lot of the artists. It's not like we're just a platform and we ask people to sign up and just you know we we, we don't keep contact with them. Through our back end, we see which artists are working hard and uh, we get to review all of their materials and. We actually, you know, work very closely with the artists that we feel, you know, have, you know, great material and have the work ethic and have the have the goods to become, you know, uh, 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 to break to a certain degree. So World Arts is a platform that was created to help artists in this new digital age. Age, it is really, uh, you know, do it yourself. 
um, all these artists, independent artists, even established artists, are finding harder and harder to sell, you know, music. So they're figuring out other ways to, you know, break through the noise to create uh, some sort of a revenue stream. So World Arts was created to try to be the ultimate resource for artists to be able to manage their digital life, to be able to showcase their work, to be able to apply to these unique opportunities that we have on our platform that will help them rise above the noise. Um, so it's just more than just a profile or a portfolio uh, website it's, or a platform. It's more working very closely hands-on with artists, kind of the traditional A&R uh, back in the day where you know we f- find artists that we feel have the talent and work closely with them. We have an off, offline facility here, a full stage you've been, been to. Um, we select certain artists to come and showcase um, at events that we hold here. We work with So Far Sound. We work with TuneCore. We work with a lot of different partners to try to create these uh, unique opportunities for artists to be able to shine and kind of cut above the noise. And also, you know, just, just for the betterment of the industry as a whole, I know you're passionate and you love music. All of us here are very passionate and we love music. We just want the industry to, you know, uh, be, be able to sustain itself and, you know, flourish. You know, I, I think um, what really shocked me was, was some time ago we had uh, a band on that had um, 250,000 streams on uh, Spotify and they right. got a check for twenty seven dollars, and yeah, at can't that even point, can't, I, can't even buy your family dinner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, and 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 that's when I started looking around for new models in the business industry, uh, like sure. like yours. Uh, we're talking with sure. Jason Juan about the music industry and world arch. You can talk with them. You can call at three four seven two one five seventy five eleven, or you can email us at musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And, and I'm, I sh- should have mentioned that earlier, but you all knew that because I'm starting to get some emails here for you, Jason. So let me, um, let me uh, go to Manilo in Los Angeles. It sounds like Manilo doesn't quite agree with us. He says, the Internet lets every kid with a guitar and rich parents compete with real bands. How do you control that? Not quite sure what he means there, but uh, what do you what do you think? I, I you know I think it's it's you know just like freedom of speech. I think everybody has a right to express themselves any ways they want. And like I said before, the double edged sword is he's right. That kid that uh, you know just got his guitar and thinks he's going to be a rock star, which someday eventually he might, but it takes a lot of hard work and a lot of you know dedication to get there. Um, has access to the tools that anybody who's been playing guitar for 30 years and struggling and, and starting to get recognition has. So it's an even playing field. But, you know, I, when I started playing music, I sucked. I didn't know how to, you know, play in time. I didn't know. I mean, we all got to start somewhere. And I feel like it's, you know, it's kind of great that um, people have a voice and are able to express their creativity. Now the problem is how do we categorize or how do we, you know, really curate that to know that, you know, the cream rises to the top. And that's what kind of world arts is trying to perfect or try to, you know, work with artists to figure out and really develop is really to showcase those artists that are, you know, uh, have the talent and have the, have the work ethic and the dedication and all of the things that, that you need to be able to succeed in the business. And success is defined differently by per artist. Some people don't want to play the Staples Center. They just want to be able to play their, their local coffee shop every Friday night and, and share their music and express themselves. That's so, true. you know, we try, to, we try to help the artists to achieve their level of success, whether it's headlining the Staples Center and, and being on Jimmy Fallon or playing, you know, the Mint every Friday night. Um, well, you've got a, a, a monthly showcase coming up, I think, the last week of April, and you're now accepting artist submissions. Um, sure. And I think you have them every month of the year. So uh, h- how, do, how do artists submit, and, and, and what do you look for so, when they do submit? So um, we ask artists to submit on our platform at worldarts.com. There is a section, an opportunities section, and if you go into that section, um, they'll, you'll see a list of opportunities, and one of the opportunities is to uh, showcase at the World Arts Showcase. And it's easy. All you have to do is apply, um, create a profile as a band and a, or an, as the artist, um, upload either an original piece of content 
or uh, through your YouTube link or SoundCloud link, uh, upload in, uh, uh, your best material. Um, we internally review it. We also check your socials. We check all of you know what your your digital presence out there. Um, we, if you've played clubs around the, uh, around town, we look and see if you know you had any you know what, what the success of those shows were. And it really gets down to if you if you were if we feel that um, you know uh, you have the talent and we think you know we really like you, we want to meet with you. Uh, we'll uh, we'll narrow it down to a select of maybe between five to ten artists, and then we'll really start to really you know uh, dive deep and see who we want to showcase. Um, the last artist that we showcased, Vanessa, um, we we you know it was a almost a two month process. Um, for her to, you know, showcase at our, our, our stage. But, you know, um, we don't want to just put anybody up here. Well, since you mentioned uh, Vanessa, Vanessa Campagna, I, uh, I would like to give our audience uh, just a sample of the kind of music you do, you do have on your stage. And this is Unlock My Heart, Vanessa. Yeah, now that that's uh, Vanessa Campagna. She's and that's an example of the kind of quality that you put on your stage. We have a lot of people here who are apparently are bands who are thinking of submitting. And I'll just read you one. This is from uh, Max Millen in Boston, and Max says, "I saw one of your Periscope shows on a friend of mine's phone, and my band would like to submit. But do you pay the people who play?" Um, yeah. Um, we generally have almost uh, right now. Currently, we, we're remodeling the stage, which will be done today. But um, uh, before we started the remodel two weeks ago, we were doing about three to four periscope sessions a day. Um, we do not pay artists to do periscope sessions. Um, you know, it's it's a tricky thing because I wasn't I I was in a band. I'm still in a band. I play out a lot and. I get it. I mean, you know, people always say exposure. Exposure doesn't pay the bills. I completely understand that. Um, but we do not currently pay artists to come and uh, play on our stage. We select them, uh, and they get to come and perform, and we have all of the equipment and, and, and the logistics to be able to make that happen. But we don't, you know, charge the artist either. Now, that may change in the future, not charging, let's say, the artist a dollar amount, but we may on the platform, figure out a way where artists can, uh, you know, uh, ask their fans to come and sign up on World Arts, and if you get enough fans to sign up, you get selected to, you know, do a performance on the stage or a Periscope session. So we got to figure out the best way to do this. But again, we're not sitting here in a room with a bunch of accountants and, uh, and uh, you know, people that uh, don't know anything about music trying to figure this out. We're actually actively uh, physically working with artists try to, to try to create the best platform possible. So, you know, we want to work together. We don't have all the answers uh, for, you know, to solve every problem. But I think so far, every artist that's come to World Arts, they all, all say it's too good to be true. But once we got here, we realized, wow, you guys are the real deal. You guys are so friendly with us. Staff is wonderful. Facility is amazing. Um, we've had so many great success stories regarding people having great experiences here at World Arts. We just kind of want to build on that. Um, eventually, hopefully, when we get uh, other partners and brand partners and people involved as the platform evolves and the stage evolves, um, if there is revenue uh, with partners that want to, you know, uh, sponsor the stage or sponsor a night or whatever, absolutely, I'm all for paying the artist because, um, again, you know, record sales aren't what it used to be. Um, everybody's watching videos, listening to music for free. Um, artists need to eat, pay the bills, and, and do all of that. And I am, I'm an artist, so I completely understand that side of it. And so we're, trying, we're working really hard to try to figure that out. Well, I noticed that that you uh, one of the things you do is you also sponsor um, other events. You're going to be at um, at the Muse Expo at the 
in April uh, with live bands in Los Angeles. Uh, you sure. sponsored bands with TuneCore at South by Southwest. Sure. So, so mm-hmm. you you really do give a lot of bands an opportunity to ex- be exposed to much larger audiences, don't you? Absolutely. The, we took uh, two bands out to South by this last uh, South by um, a band called Markets and Flight of Ryan. Um, you know, they played to a full house. There was, you know, I, th- I would say there was a good 800 people outside that couldn't get in. Um, it was a great, great event. Um, they got to play in front of not their mothers and girlfriends and, and cousins and uncles. They got to play in front of an audience that would have never seen them if they had they not played that show. And also with the Muse Expo, there has been four or five bands that got selected to play the Muse Expo. I believe last Muse Expo, there were nine bands that uh, showcased and seven of them got a, got a deal on the spot. Uh, so wow. it's a great opportunity. We may not be able to pay you in cash, but I, we're hoping that with World Arts, we will be able to you know, work with you and, and help you get to where you need to go. Well, the uh, and I've been to your 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 Periscope sessions. I've I've been to your showcases and uh, uh, I've been to your venues. So I know that you are the real deal. But just like right. bands need to get paid, you need to stay in Absolutely. business too. Periscope Absolutely. is free. Absolutely. You know you don't charge people to sign up. Somebody has to pay for all this. Um, right. How do you make money? Otherwise, you're not going to be around. Well, here, here's, here, I think the first order of business for us is to build a very strong community, um, community of artists, community of songwriters, community with fans, and really build the numbers on world arts. Um, once you have the numbers, any business, uh, a digital platform business, you have the option to flip a switch, whether it's a subscription model or uh, you do a, 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 a paywall or whatever it is, you have the options to flip that switch, whether you sell uh, you know, display advertising on the platform once you have that audience. Um, but I feel like once we build a really strong community, um, we'll, we will be able to monetize the platform, work with artists, um, create really meaningful relationships with these artists and with brands and with industry pros where we you know, all but could basically win. Um, so currently we're just focusing on really building the numbers and building a really strong, meaningful community of artists, fans, and, and musicians uh, online. Well, I appreciate that you're taking a risk, and you're taking a risk in, in what's become a very risk-averse industry, and I'm sure that uh, our, um, the bands who work with you are very appreciative of the fact that you're taking the risk, too, because if it wasn't for right. risk-takers like you, I don't think the people would be able to afford to play music any longer. So I appreciate that very much. Uh, we are almost out of time, but uh, very quickly, how do people get involved? I think, you know, my biggest thing, I encourage everybody, you know, it's, it's like voting, you know, in this election year. I think everybody needs to play their part in, in you know, uh, really actively being involved in uh, really supporting live music, supporting artists, supporting mu- musicians, supporting songwriters. Um, I think we just uh, just need to collectively come together and build a strong community of people that really appreciate the art because it is art. And unfortunately, people are now in this music industry. You know, people, when you write a song, when you put 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 a song together, you pour your heart into it. You may spend an hour, you may spend you know four hours, you may spend four days or four years, but you created a piece of art. And for someone to deem that completely worthless and free is a, a very, very, you know, uh, a crazy thing. So I think we just need to come together and figure out a better way to uh, yep. for people to really showcase their art and for yep. them to be able to get paid for that art. Well, the best way for people to come together now is to go to www.worldarts.com and uh, sign up, fill out a profile, and uh, become part of the community. Jason Wan, Executive Cre- uh, Creative Director and COO of World Arts, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. I very much appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to my next trip to World Arts. You've been listening Great. to Great. Thank you for having music. me. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Music Friday with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyber Station USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and our radio affiliates. You can like our Facebook page. You can follow our Twitter feed. You'll get real-time updates on our guests. Vote for your favorite musician uh, by 
letting us know who your favorite musician is, and we'll, we'll, we'll check them out. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartleman. Our intern is Angeline Serrano. Download this and other Music Friday programs at uh, blogtalkradio.com or iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be Jessica Kovitz of True Violet. And check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on the, on the second guest. Good night, everyone. Have a great Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.